Welcome to 3-Minute Lesson. This week's theme, fires. Today's topic, adaptation to wildfires. As mentioned in yesterday's episode, fire is often a natural and seasonally predictable event in many regions around the world. To humans, wildfires are almost universally destructive, but have long been used as a way to manage and manipulate an ecosystem for human benefit. Fire acts as a reset, killing off dead biomass from the years prior and allowing new plants and animals to grow in its place. Fire is both a force to increase biodiversity and, for many plants, a requirement for their survival. In places where fires are naturally common, many plant species have adaptations that protect against fire damage, such as thicker bark. Multiple conifer trees, such as the giant sequoia, also require fire in order for their pine cones to open and release seeds. These pine cones can remain in the tree canopy for years, sealed in resin that must melt in order to drop the seeds. So, as fires burn on the forest floor, the pine cones open and later drop seeds onto the loose, nutrient-rich ash. For the tree, timing reproduction to fires allows for a greater probability of success with better soil conditions. Potentially, there is less competition for the sun as other smaller plants were destroyed in the preceding fire. Other plants use fire to time reproduction via chemicals in the smoke, promoting them to drop seeds or to awaken dormant seeds already in the ground to start growing. This is why after a wholly destructive wildfire, plant growth begins almost immediately. Wildfires also help marine and land animals. The black-backed woodpecker, for example, thrives in the aftermath of forest fires, eating insects that lay their eggs in the charred trees. A species of warbler nests in those previously mentioned pine trees whose pine cones require fire to open. With forest fires, the warbler population, which has been on the decline, can rebuild. Many other herbivorous animal species forage on the post-fire plant growth. The benefits can run up the whole food chain. Lastly, after the catastrophic 1980 eruption of Mount St. Helens, lakes and streams bounce back much faster due to increased post-fire nutrient availability in water. However, not all fires or volcanic eruptions are beneficial to land or water biodiversity. When fires occur in new habitats, primarily from human actions, the destruction can be almost a universal negative to biodiversity. There would be no adaptation, and if humans are involved, less opportunity for regrowth. This has been your three-minute lesson. See you next week. Have future episode ideas? Email us at 3minutelesson at gmail.com. One word and the number three. And find us on Twitter at 3minutelesson.